When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, Kules. Welcome to the Barca Talk Cafe. I'm Gabriel Quiroga here in Madrid, Spain. And every Friday... Mariana Guzman of Conexión Deportiva and the ADN Barça podcast joins me from Barcelona as we talk the latest about FC Barcelona. Mariana, ¿qué tal? Feliz Navidad. ¿Cómo estás? Hello, hello. Merry Christmas. Or should I say, Bon Nadal. Oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> I'm starting, starting Catalan next year in January. So, oh. And English. Yeah, <laughs> and English, yeah. of course. English and Catalan. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. All right. Well, we are we are recording this episode. Uh, it is going to come out for Christmas Eve, but this is basically our last episode of the year. As we were just talking before, unless there's some uh, huge news or signing, then we will probably come on to record. But do you have any Christmas plans? I know it's complicated right now with COVID. I'm yeah. staying here in Madrid. Are you staying in Barcelona? Well, for Christmas Eve, yes. But for for New Year's Eve, I'm going to Italy. So... Mm. Well, we'll see now. I mean, it's complicated here in Barcelona with COVID. I have a yeah. lot of friends, co-workers, they are with COVID right now. So, I don't know, it's really hard to predict what is going yeah, to yeah. happen for a week. But the plans are Italy. Yeah, it's crazy because uh, most people don't know, maybe in Spain, you know, especially in December, we have these huge get-togethers from, uh, you know, Comida de Empresa, which is like a meal with your company. But it's it's stronger than that. It's not just like the company party, right? It's like yeah. you have these lunches with your friends and so forth. And like you said, I have some friends that I've tested uh, positive as well because of these uh, functions that people are getting together. So, you know, I hope everyone's staying safe. And yeah, hopefully everyone can see their family during Christmas. Yeah. Well, Mariana, we have uh, some things to go over today. You know, originally I thought it was going to be a very easy, short episode. But again, as Barcelona always comes up with new news, we, we have something, some things to talk about. So today we're going to talk about some of our thoughts about the Sevilla match. We're going to talk about the Ferran Torres signing. We have some Barca resolutions that we want to see Barca uh, continue to do this year. And then we just have yeah. to talk about Femini as they continue to dominate. So let's talk quickly about the Sevilla match that was Tuesday night at the Ramon Sanchez Pijuan. Again, always a tough place to play. It yeah. was raining a little bit question mark in the a game. Little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know you know we've had a couple days now to kind of breathe and kind of see what everyone's talking about the, about the match what is maybe the first impression from that match you know obviously Barcelona come away with a 1-1 tie getting only one point uh, what was kind of your first impression watching that match 
I mean, I have to be honest. I I knew that it was going to be complicated. And for me, things were actually better than mm. what I was expecting. So my overall, overall feeling about this match is that Barcelona is, is getting better every match. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are little things, you know. There are little things that are a lot to correct still. But uh, I, I feel like more positive about FC Barcelona right now. Um, in Sevilla, in Sanchez Pijuan, I mean, it's complicated as hell. And they were like, we are FC Barcelona and we're here. And of course, we have to talk about the goal. <laughs> someone, yeah. needs to, someone needs to score and we're going to talk about designing and everything. But besides that and those common mistakes that will that were seen, um, I feel Barcelona is getting better. I understand what Xavi is trying to do and what he, what he's hoping to become. So, so he's definitely bringing Adene Barça back, you know. And it's a long way. It's a long way. I mean, it's not like yes, Barça is winning. I'm not saying about winning. I'm not saying. I'm not talking about titles. I'm not talking about all those things that fans want, you know, because. Fans want to win and want to win titles and everything. I'm just talking about the game. I I think right now Barcelona is going to play the way Barcelona should play. Yeah, I think that's that's the best point. I mean, we're definitely trending if you were looking in the right direction, right? Obviously, uh, I think there was an opportunity lost in this match, especially. Uh, you know, playing with an advantage with Kunde getting the the red card there. I think, you know, again, we're still lacking that killer instinct for goal. I think we had enough shots and, you know, in this type of climate, you know, as we were talking in our WhatsApp group, you know, you just sometimes need to throw the ball there and just to see what happens. And I think Barcelona were trying to do that. Again, we still have the issues uh, with corner kicks and dead balls, you know, especially on that goal to let uh, Gomez free like that. And also I watched the the replay yesterday and in the sports show yesterday where, you know, before the corner kick PK was making sure that everyone was marked. And he told Abde, they had the audio where he's like pointing to the guy and Abde would just was slow to react. And they had a nice set play. And of course, you know, first shot, first goal against, against Ter Stegen. And again, you know, one of the things I'm not, I'm concerned, I would say, is probably with Ter Stegen's performance. I know that's a hard shot to to defend, but again, it's another game without a shutout. What do you think about Ter Stegen? I mean, what 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 do you think is going on? There was some news this week that was saying that he has a knee injury. Is this just something that's just everything is related with the defense and we're just seeing Ter Stegen be more vulnerable because of that? Well, of course, he's more vulnerable, like you said, because of the defense uh, that we know is a problem. Yes, people were talking this week. Not not that he has like an injury in his knee, but he but this is a consequence of the surgery. No, like after the surgery, he's not the same. That's what people are saying. I think it's all together. <laughs> yeah. It's the surgery, it's the defense. I think um, when people are starting to talk about that much about a player, that affects the player emotionally. So I think he's not confident. And and, and Ter Stegen was always so, so confident because he did this wonderful, like, oh my God, I can't believe he stopped that wall. 
Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, but it, it, I don't know if you see that um, the last two matches was trending to, was trending to, uh, trending topic on Twitter. Uh, the statuing. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, like I mean, that's kind of hard. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's painful for uh, for for uh, for anybody, you know. But people people sometimes feel like oh, they're athletes. They don't they don't pay attention to social media. Yeah, of they course do. they do. Of course yeah, they do. Yeah. And it's like it's more complicated. But yes, he's not in his best. We all know that. I mean. And fans are starting to getting a little bit tired. But to me, he's still one of the best goalkeepers in the world. I think he he should gain the confidence again because he is he's excellent. He's excellent. And actually, uh, against Sevilla, he was playing his match. It was he was like celebrating 300 match with Barcelona. So he is good. So I'm really hoping that he can get back to the level that we know he has yeah that's a good point with the 300 matches now we i ran a poll up for our patreon community about the most exciting youth player that our community is excited to watch besides Ansu Fati <laughs> and Gavi Gavi won that poll hands down by tw- you know by landslide essentially and again I think Gavi had another great game he's getting better and more confident and the thing for me Mariana is I still can't get over how young he is and doing the things that he's, he's a doing kid. I know he's, 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 he's I was just thinking about this before we were coming out I was like what was I doing when I was 17 years old not playing for FC Barcelona, that's for sure. And having all this pressure, I was, right? I was watching Britney Spears' video. Yeah, exactly, exactly, right? <laughs> and was we have, thing at 17. Yeah, and we we have Gavi here performing at this level. And, you know, it's one of those things, yes, uh, we shouldn't put all this pressure on these youngsters. But at the same time, maybe it's a good thing. Because if they want to be superstars and elite players, then they will take this challenge. And I think our youth is really doing that, especially Gabi in the last two matches with the way he's turning. And, you know, obviously he scored his first goal recently. And then obviously on top of just the way he's playing, uh, I'm really excited to see what he can do uh, in the upcoming season. Let me ask you this. I listened to your podcast with Alejandro, uh, and I wanted you to kind of reiterate, what do you think of Abde's performance against Sevilla? I mean, he is... Encarador. I don't know how can say encarador in English. Like he's really face to the arc. I don't know how do you you say encarador. Like I would just say like he he faces the goal. And I I, yeah, I even talked about this on, on Twitter is that when he's facing the goal, he should take a little bit more shots because he always wants to go to the end line. And that to me bugs me sometimes as a former forward. Because when you have that angle, you should be able to score. But yes, continue. Sorry to take. Yes, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, to me, he he got the attitude, no, and he yeah, tries. Yeah. And we need that. We need players that try to score. Because, for example, Dembele <laughs> is oh like, gosh. come on, you can, you can try a little bit harder. So yeah, yeah. So yes. Um, Overall, I, I like Abde. Uh, I like him. Of course, he has a lot to learn. He had a lot yeah. of minutes ahead, but but I'm happy and I'm really happy and surprised with Ferran Yutula. I mean, yeah. he was from Espanol. In Espanol, they was like, you don't have the level to be here. And now <laughs> yeah. he's scoring with <laughs> FC Barcelona at the Camp Nou. I mean, yeah. and this kid, Yugla, he's also encarador. He's like, yeah. okay, I w- I'm here. What, what should I do? Should I score? Okay, here I go. Boom. 
and yeah, you you just need that and in this moment you you just need that a lot so so yes i mean like yudla and abde they are they are wonderful they are good good players and when we watch the midfield we got Nico, we got gabby and you see oh I, i'm feeling optimistic yeah all of a sudden i'm feeling optimistic with the future i know that with this signing that we're we're about to talk about Ferra, um, ferran yeah. um and maybe cavani these kids are not gonna have like those minutes that that much now because these um these players they're more important and got a lot of trajectoria yeah. but um it's such a good news knowing that if they're in the bank that on, on the bench that they can they can get into the field and change the game so it's good news to me all this young talent that barcelona right now has and you know like i always told you like i'm a huge fan of lopetegui <laughs> I don't know, I don't if know you why. Remember that. I don't know why. Why not? Why not? Oh, he drives me crazy. He's such a uh, nightmare. Oh no. my gosh! But he, he, ha- he you know why? You know why? It's because of why? the whole thing with the Spain national team. He has, and I, and I, and I'm not a proponent of violence or anything, but he just has a face that sometimes what I just want to punch. What are you gonna punch. say? No, just sometimes that I want to punch. Just like when I look why? at him on TV, the press conferences he does. Like for example, this past week, I don't know if you heard the questions that the peer, uh, the, the newspaper guy asked him. He said, "You know, what do you think about this?" And then he goes, "You could ask positive questions." <laughs> <laughs> really, Lopetegui? Like seriously? Like what? I mean, I... I mean, actually, one of the reasons why I like him is how he handled all the situation with the national team. Oh my god! Uh, the oh no, I'm sorry. The way he handled the how he was. Invitado a salir of Real Madrid, you know, because yeah, well. if that happened to me, I was like crying on the on my bathroom floor and not like not watching football in my whole life. Yeah. But but the thing is that he talked about so positive about the play the young players, and I like that. It's like the guy is respecting the team because right now I don't think players or coaches respecting Barcelona you know well so, of course I mean I wouldn't me, either it was like, right well now. well no no they they should get respect of course they do I mean but I was like oh well uh I like that 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 he he had like those words with the with the youngsters uh-huh. players um <laughs> You just, you, you, wanna... just, you, you just love him too much, you know? I see that. <laughs> not that much, not that much, not that much. But um, if you wanna, if you want to talk about someone who's completely nasty at um, press conference, um, uh, Robert Moreno. Yeah, yeah, but then I he mean, apologized today. He apologized I, today. Man, that's, yeah, but... that's like the least he can do. If you want to really? say that uh, someone is getting nasty at Brazil, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, what's your problem? And it's yeah, not yeah. new. This is not new, but uh, anyway. <laughs> but this, this, is, this is one of the things that always drives me crazy about coaching now. It's not about, like, I don't understand why coaches stress out and yell so much because it's about calmness under pressure, right? And Lopetegui, when I see him coach, I'm just like, I would not like, playing for that type of coach because he's just constantly yelling 
and yelling and yelling like he's always right, you know? And so that's, I, there's a lot of things I don't like about Lopetegui, <laughs> but we'll talk about that another day. Really quick, just to Maybe finish the- Maybe we can do Sevilla podcast, not- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, just, to finish, just to finish off this match, we got a question yeah. from Tom, one of our patrons, and he just basically asked, he's like, is Jordi Alba's terrible play against Sevilla a sign of things to come under Xavi? Now, mm. I, let me ask you this. I think one of the issues right now is that there's nobody- that's pressuring Jordi Alba for his spot, right? So he can mm -hmm. have off and on. I think in this match, he was average at best, you know? Uh, what do you think? What do you think of Jordi Alba's performances lately? Do you think it's because of Xavi, maybe their amistad? No, 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 not at no? all. I mean, no. I mean, um, Jordi Alba sometimes is okay. I mean, mm -hmm. like, regular, regular okay. And sometimes he can do a good, good match, but it's not like we're used to wonderful and incredible things with him all the time, all the suddenly with Xavi that has changed, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, uh, I think it's definitely important what you just said about that he, like, no one is I mean, he's not threatened by anyone I mean, yeah. it's like, I am here and and that's it so, yes, um, it's important that they can feel that pressure and that they need to like I really need to work harder so yeah. so of course I, I think that's a, an important part of the theme but I don't think he did a bad or terrible match against Sevilla I mean to me it was it was regular like yeah normal normal I like normal that. just like just like in English fine it was fine exactly right? was I mean <laughs> Fine. Everything was fine. Well, let's just close the book on that because, uh, you know, I really was hoping for the three points. The good thing, though, is Arahu scored the header to get the equalizer and they played better in the second half. I mean, it's one of those matches where I feel Barca had uh, better play, better opportunities, and they just couldn't uh, convert. But again, that's going to happen in football. Again, I think, especially if we look at the last matches, I think we're definitely trending up. Our fitness is getting better. And I think ultimately with the new signing, with who we're going to talk about in a second, I think that's definitely going to help. And so let's let's get into that. Uh, it was announced today, like officially, that Ferran Torres is coming from Manchester City. Your immediate thoughts about this signing? Well, we talk about a lot that Barcelona needs someone who scores. <laughs> so they're yeah. like they're doing the homework. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're yeah. doing the homework. I mean, um, with Manchester, he has 16 goals mm -hmm. in, on 43 matches. So, okay. and with the national team, the statistic is better because yeah. he has 12 goals in 22 matches. So, uh, I think that's that's good news and that yeah, yeah. he can he can attack in any of the position as an attacking attacker you know yeah, yeah. like he can play as a, as a nine he can play uh, right right side with Dembele or la, or left side with Ansu Fati that he's polyvalent you no know? so he can really he can you can change him so that to me that's good news because the team needs someone who can, I don't know, like, uh, experimentar yeah, yeah. a little bit. Like, okay, maybe we can try here uh, or there and that, that he can still score. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think, you know, 
when he comes in now, he immediately upgrades the attack, right? Because he can actually score goals, right? That's the, that's the main thing. His primary position is going to be on right wing, right? But right now, I think with Memphis out, I think he's going to be playing up the middle to see how he handles that with Memphis uh, with uh, Dembele playing on the right. But hit like on the scouting report that I have in front of my face right now, uh, it's saying you know his preferred position is on the right. So I think you know when we are healthy, you know in a you know hopefully in February with Ansu on the left, Memphis up the middle, and Ferran Torres on the right, that automatically gives us some teeth in the attack. And like you said, yeah. he has a good uh, you know ability to score especially with the limited time he's playing i think that's really important uh and i think you know he's coming at a time too where he can definitely be more free and you know he wasn't happy in man city and i thought that was really interesting quote that pep said today i don't know if you heard his uh press conference today about players being unhappy and being letting them let them go right to let them go to other teams and do that and also we got a good price out of him you know it was you know originally it was going to be around 45 we got him for 55 Again, I don't know where they're getting this money. Uh, as we were talking in our Patreon community, we were saying, did they find this $55 million under the sofa or what, what What happened here? But I'm sure that's going to come to light. Uh, any other things about Fran that excites you, uh, him coming to, to the team? Now, like you said, him playing for the Spanish national team has been really uh, revealing. But now, yeah, like, yeah. a lot of our players now are on the Spanish national team, which is definitely elevating the play of Barcelona. And hopefully we can mm-hmm. carry that through, uh, you know, the beginning of January and February. Yes, I think it's uh it's a good news that signing. I think he's going to he's happy to be back in Barcelona. He's from Valencia and I think he's going to feel happy to be back on his homeland. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> so so yes, I mean and that of course he has to learn a lot with Guardiola. So I mean it's like to me that's uh that's good news with with for Barcelona. Yeah. And for our Patreon community, I'm going to upload the Ferran Torres Y Scout uh, scouting report so everyone can take a look and just kind of take a look at his data and his analytics. I think that's really cool because Y Scout does a really good job of that where they break it down by year and also like his runs and his targeting and stuff. It's really cool. So uh, I'll definitely upload that for our community. All right. Let's get into some fun talk. Uh, Mariana, let's talk about some of our Barca Talk Cafe New Year's resolutions for Barcelona. Okay. So, you have something you want to talk about. I have something I want to talk about. Just something we hope that Barcelona will do uh, in a positive way, right? And you have a great one. So I'll let you start off with your first, uh, with the first annual Barca Talk New Year's resolution. So what's your, well, what's your my, resolution for FC Barcelona? My New Year resolution <laughs> for FC Barcelona is that they keep evolving. Um, I'm always talking about this is a process that Xavi is starting a new scene. So... Um, I just want them to keep evolving, to keep getting better results. And and something that is as important as the result is that they can they can be again Barça, playing like yeah. Barça, and that they don't lose that. You know, so to me that's like my resolution that they that the team keep evolving, keep getting better, and the all the players who were injured, please. <laughs> they are they are now like in 2022 like safe and sound <laughs> i think i think it's a good one keep evolving i think not only and i would not only say about on the field and i would say off the field too mm-hmm. i really hope that you know we talked about laporta's faults this past season oh, uh you know taking over in the second tenure obviously with the messi 
issue with the money issue. I just really hope that they keep evolving, uh, maybe use a little bit better planning, you know, maybe use Microsoft Excel, you know, things like this, you know, <laughs> for, for all their things. But I think overall, I think it's a really good resolution. Uh, like I said, not only the, the actual team to keep evolving, but also off the field. For me, Mariana, my New Year's resolution that I hope FC Barcelona is, is just uh, focus on defense. Uh, I think it's one of the things that drives me uh, crazy watching these matches is the lack of detail on defense. Uh, everything. There's nothing good we do on defense. There's nothing we do. Dead ball, fatal. Uh, Counterattack, fatal. Uh, marking up man-to-man, fatal. Offside yeah. lineup, maybe that's maybe our best thing. But even that is still, there's a couple of times you're like, oh my God, uh, barely by an inch or a centimeter and they were offsides, you know? So I think for me, my Barca New Year's resolution is that they focus on the defense because that to me is where you're going to be able to win a couple more matches if you tighten up the defense, especially against teams like Sevilla and Real Madrid. Especially this race is still kind of open, you know, especially with... Madrid not I mean they are winning but I I feel I still feel that it's attainable to get close to them we will see in the new year but that's my new year's resolution what do you think about uh, Barcelona's defense No I, I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more <laughs> I mean the defense <laughs> is like I was and and I never talking like this is like the big tragedy <laughs> of Barca <laughs> I mean it's like the big drama so yes the defense 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 of course I mean, I, you know, we have um, a Dom who does a uh, Barcelona newsletter and he does mm -hmm. like data and, and analytics and stuff. And it's really cool. And I tweeted at him and I said, can you please do one of your topics coming up about Barcelona's defending on corner kicks and also on corner kicks? Because I think they are the worst at both, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, tell me, like, for example, who's better at defending corner kicks, Barcelona or Elche? You know, like yeah. I, I'm being serious. It's like, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like Barcelona always gives up corner kicks all the time. And it just drives me crazy. Ever since like Liverpool, I'm hyper-focused on corner kicks. And it just and seems actually, that way. now that you mentioned Elche, that was the last match here in, in the Camp Nou. Yeah. I mean, you when you watch the game, you didn't... You didn't. I didn't feel like, oh, what a difference of level. It's yeah. like, no, I mean, and I don't want to be disrespectful, but it's Elche. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. they were like on Segunda División until, I don't know, I, two, two years two ago. Yeah. ago? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, man, <laughs> yeah. wait. I mean, I was like, wow, 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 wow. But still. Even on you, that uh, LT match, I, I saw positive things from the, of young, course, of course. From the young but players. That's a, so but that's can, the thing is our, our team, like you said, the love, the talent level is really even right now. So th that's yeah. why the matches are going to be so even. We have some Barca resolutions from our Patreon community. So the first one comes from Tom. You know, he says uh, his FC Barcelona resolution is to sign a world-class right back, uh, you know, obviously to push that. And I would even say it doesn't have to be world-class for me. I would say an above average left back to push mm -hmm. Alba out because that's the thing is we need competition on this team because that's what's going to push the level of this team. What do you think about Tom's Barca resolution for a world-class right back? I mean, world-class, I mean, that's it's really difficult to well, find. Well, <laughs> mate, well, I mean, it's nice that he is is doing like, I want world-class. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, it is, it, is, it is important. And of course that uh, 
rotate players to avoid so many injuries. You know, that that that's really an important part of the planification. Yeah, 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 of course, and that's that's the thing, right? World class, and again, this is one of the reasons why Barcelona got into trouble with trying yeah. to find all these world-class free agents. And, you know, they just really need to, again, just with your re resolution with keep evolving is keep evolving and finding talent in La Liga that are not superstars, but are trending up to develop them like Pedri, for example. Right. Yeah. We have another resolution from Carlos who I had a heated debate today about Sergio Ramos in our Patreon community. What's up? He asked here, he said, to keep incorporating Gabi, Nico, Pedri as the midfield unit and figure out the correct attacking combo with Ferran. So I think that's a yeah. really good thing. Nice, nice, nice. Yes. I mean, I see Gabi, Nico, Pedri, those three names, and I get excited. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For <laughs> so, sure. so yes, yes, definitely. Could you read us uh, Mustafa's Barca Yes. Resolution? Um, he's saying my Barca resolution is for us to beat Madrid both times <laughs> in the league next year. It's been a while since we convincingly defeated them. So, yes, nice. I mean, El Clásico is, is incredible. I mean, it's such a wonderful match to to see, to be there. So, so yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a good point. We have not fared well recently against madrid you know they've beaten us uh, i think it's two out of last time or maybe three times i mean i've lost count now but yes uh the first goal you know obviously i think xavi is going to bring that importance to the classico and that urgency yeah. to the classico that i think maybe we were lacking under kuman especially maybe setian before that so uh i think that those are some good resolutions uh speaking of madrid speaking off <laughs> let's 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 finish off the podcast with it i mean to me, Mariana, I mean, obviously, with all the the news and the drama of the men's team, great. You know, I that keeps me involved. But really, the joy, the crown jewel of this year has been the feminine. Uh, when I had um, Jose Morataya from the LA Pena last week, he was telling us that they always do a new scarf. You know, they do a new scarf every year. And okay. this year, they, they incorporated, they put the feminine triplete in their scarf, which nice. I thought was really awesome, right? The feminine, Mariana, again, I put this in our notes. They haven't lost since June 1st. Yo flipo. I, I flip out of that. Like, that's incredible. Also, more than 100 goals scored. And most importantly, Mariana, only allowing, I think, four goals or five yeah. goals. It's... <laughs> I mean, the the theme with FC Barcelona Femini is that they are really out of the league here. I mean, they are uh, when I when I watch the Femini on the Cruyff, they all they always win, but they don't always win like two one. No, no, it's like five zero. <laughs> I mean, it's like I I I never seen those girls losing. So I mean, yeah. So they're incredible. Um, something really important happened this year, and we, we need to talk about Alessia Potellas winning yeah. Ballon d'Or. I mean, that changed so much. I mean, she, she was like having, I don't know, like half a million followers on Instagram, and now she's like, I don't know, more than one million. Now she's on so many um Comerciales, advertisements. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's so important what this girl just did, because she is like the second Spanish to win a Ballon de Oro. So the, the first one was Luis Suarez, who was also an Spanish. Yeah. So she's wonderful. She's wonderful that, of course, 
puts the team even above that so above everything so yes i mean to me they're of course winning again la liga la primera iberdrola to me they're winning copa de la reina the queen's cup and champions i mean they they have of course all the possibilities in the world to win again but yes in champions league there's a lot of teams that can that can fight so yeah yeah for sure yeah But I mean, man, I would love it if they want a triplet that back to back. I think for me, that would be not only an amazing accomplishment, but also just put the women's team even further. You know, they were talking, Mariana, I don't know if you saw this in the news that, you know, for the Classico against the Real Madrid women's team to play at the Camp Nou for the Champions League, right? Wouldn't that be awesome? Yes, yes, yes. I hope. (laughs) I, I really hope that. I really do. I mean, they just, you know, they they won again, I think it was yesterday, 7 nothing against the, the Madrid club. Not Real Madrid, but another Madrid club. And Mariana, like you said, it wasn't just 2 nothing. It's like 4 nothing in 30 minutes. And yeah. these are golazos. Like, did you see the highlights of them are just incredible. As watch, like, not only I love to play, I love to watch. Just seeing the talent and the way they play together, they are better than they were last year. I think yes. they're, I mean, they are better every match. Yeah. They, they are, con- they're constantly getting better. It's incredible. It's, it's all incredible. What I think it's incredible too. two things, new coach and also new team, essentially, they really yeah. recycled the team and improved it. Like for example, Oshwala is not even playing right now and they're still mm-hmm. scoring all these goals. You know, you bring her in the fold, you take her the rotation it's crazy. I mean, I, I can't get enough of this team. This, I, and I and it, like just like you talked about your resolution of keep evolving, I really hope they keep pushing and pushing to get more people involved to watch the feminine uh, because I think it's just such a great product and they're such a great team. Uh, Mariana, let's finish off. We have one last Patreon question before I let you go for the holidays. Tom was on, <laughs> Tom was on fire. You know, Tom has yeah. been part of our Patreon community for a while. And he messaged me because he wasn't in our WhatsApp group. Oh. And after the couple of weeks ago, he goes, he messaged me. He goes, what's the link to the WhatsApp? I need a Barca Talk support group. <laughs> 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 and so he came into the fold in our WhatsApp group, you know, he was a, and he has been an active member. I mean, just alone today, he he sent us a bunch of questions and he's going to finish off the, the episode. Okay, uh, nice. You know, I mean, and, and his question reading. is, yeah, yeah his, his question is very simply, yeah. who is Barca's Santa Claus? Laporta or Xavi? What do you think? <laughs> And then he said, and he goes further. I just love it. Yeah, it was Kuman the Grinch. That's just brilliant. Uh, well, definitely. Um, I mean, if Santa Laporta gave Xavi everything he wanted for Christmas, should Xavi have put a right back on his letter to Santa or another center back? I mean, who is Santa Claus? Oof, yeah. I think, well, I think um, Laporta, because Laporta is the one who can, who can say, I put my money right there. Yeah. He's the one who's like that, that final, you know, like that's, this is what we're going to do. I mean, Xavi, he's like the kid writing his wish list. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. So, yes, I think La, I think Laporta is Barça Santa Claus in a... <laughs> in a in un mundo paralelo. <laughs> I wish, I just wish that Santa Laporta would have just hired Xavi at the beginning of the season. And I yeah. think, because we would have had these feelings right now that we're having right now in October, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. like trending up and seeing the team and going like that. That's, that's the only thing I'm still not upset. I'm just annoyed by, by that. But hey, it's going to be a new year. 
and I'm excited to see what this team, this really young team can do. And Mariana, it's been a great season. Uh, we will talk soon. Uh, Merry Christmas, and I hope you stay Merry safe. Merry Christmas. And we will talk to each other soon. Yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas to our Patreon community. And I just really love to be part of this support group myself. <laughs> <laughs> it is awesome. Like today, for example, you know, on Thursday, we had a, such a big, I don't know if you saw today, we had this yeah. big debate about Sergio Ramos. Yeah, is it was he, really a little bit. Oh, my God. Is he a world-class defender? And Carlos almost gave me a heart attack three times in the chat towards me. But we, I think we, we finally cleared it up. So... Uh, Mariana, thanks for always uh, participating and sharing your pictures when you go to the match. Uh, hopefully, we'll see each other soon in person. I'm trying Yay. to, obviously, with COVID and stuff, but it's been a great season, Mariana. And like I said, stay safe and we'll see each other soon. Hasta luego. Bye bye. Adeu. Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.